0: Shiva Khamenei Somakanda Crumpetries
1: Some coaches are digging in their heels some are calling for the AFL to hashtag scrap the season and some are sharing hearsay lockdown theories to an unreceptive Facebook group it's been a weird year but as the AFL packs its bags for sunny Queensland the Shiva season carries on as does the Shiva Blast Welcome back to the Shiva Blast and welcome to 2020's right-hand man, James Gatherum-Goss. Coach Gossie, how are you, mate?
0: Hello, Damon. Hello, listeners. I'm going all right. How are you?
1: Uh, Gossie, I'm, I'm I'm a bit perplexed because I, I found an issue mm. with the podcast. You, you, you're you less disagreeable than Ben. Now, I mean, that's not necessarily a problem. We get along quite famously, which is great, but... Mm. Uh,
0: share the room and all.
1: It, it's always great to, to poke fun at someone, and I, I don't think you're, you're being idiotic enough.
0: No, um I'm 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 out with the backhander every so often. Um not so much at you, but um you've copped them. Um,
1: no, that's but, fine. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm just generally not as much of a cunt as Benny, I suppose.
1: That's true. Uh, listen, I'm I'm all for if I uh, dish it out, I have to be able to take it and please uh, serve it up where necessary, but uh, but yeah, I'm I'm just wanting a, a little less polish from you uh, mm-hmm. so that uh, we can all make fun of you. That's all I'm asking. Not difficult.
0: I, I very nearly gave good opportunity for that I was uh, i think all of about 19 points shy of losing to a team who's ghosting at the minute so that's um <laughs> yeah managed to save myself at the end somehow but yeah uh, it was it was nerve-wracking for a while how'd so- you go
1: See, so, so, so here's the problem. I don't wish you ill either. I want you to win. Uh, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, since we last spoke a fortnight ago, I, I just had my first win there. My team's finally doing what it should be doing. Um, it's continuing to score well, and I've finally got a couple of wins. So I'm on the level now. Interestingly, at 3-3, I'm fourth on the list. Hence, like the, the, the league is just a little bit of an odd um, mix of wins at the moment.
0: Yeah right. Well, um, maybe maybe a couple more for you, but um, I feel like you're destined to finish one spot out of the finals at this rate.
1: Thank you. What a, what a great wish that is. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's so uh, not not necessarily barracking for it. Some might be. I'm <laughs> I'm not confirming I'm in that camp, but sure. uh, I feel like you're destined. Um, it's it's bound to happen.
1: It is my destiny. Hey, uh, Gossy, I just want to start off by giving a bit of a shout out to to yourself and all our Victorian people, and in fact. Um, I'll put into that list all the people that are listening from overseas as well. The, the situation that's going on at the moment is mm. pretty fucking crazy. Uh, you know, we were just talking off air before we come on. You um, are, uh, you know, are partially a, a bookstore owner and, you know, people are kind of half wearing masks and half not. It's, it's, it's a very kind of weird position. It's fucking be surreal in. is what yeah, it is. Right, exactly. It is very odd. And f- for some of us... Uh, you know the the football and the fantasy football is is kind of that conduit that's keeping everything together. Um, so yeah, I, I suppose I'm just kind of well wishing to everyone in the community that uh, is particularly putting up with this right now.
0: yeah, it's a, it's a weird old time. It's um yeah, hopefully uh, everyone's getting through it. and uh, one way or another, um you know the the best part of Shiva is the the community that we've got. so if um you know if if ever you're feeling uh, anyone out there that you need someone to chat to, um there, there's plenty of us here here that'll. Uh, be uh, all ears, if needed.
1: As long as you're not a knob. <laughs> that's no. the low bar. Even if
0: you are a knob, um, <laughs> that's fine. We'll, um, we'll, we'll listen, we'll be there, and then we'll give you a right clip for it. And, uh, you yeah. know. It's um, but yeah, it's yeah. Shiva is a community. That's what we're here for. Uh,
1: now it, it hasn't been an easy season to this point, and it will continue to not be an easy season. Major issues are popping up all over the shop. Uh, we'll go over the the injury and suspension issues shortly. Are you dodging it at the moment? How, how is your Shiva team coping with all the bullets that are being shot around?
0: Um, it's it's scraping by. Um, yeah, some of it's um. Uh, I guess self-inflicted I was one of the geniuses to draft Bryce Gibbs at the start of the year and uh, so that's been fun um, and you've held you know, him the whole time I've I've held on to him it's going to really annoy me the day that I drop him will be the week that he's a um, name to play <laughs> and you'll score a fucking 120 you watch um, so yeah keep an eye out for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so far I've been able to dodge most of the bullets coming through. I'm, I'm sitting on Quinton Narkel, but even then my midfield's pretty deep and I picked up Sam Simpson to replace him. So we're, um, I'm looking okay from that point of view. My main struggle is finding a a fucking Ruckman who can score more than 40 points a week.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, it, it just, it speaks to something you alluded to before, right? And, and that is the ghost ship. And so Mm. we're six weeks in to the fantasy season. We're we're looking at another 10 weeks or so, including finals. Uh, The the season is truncated. It's shorter. So we're already seeing people that have maybe copped a a very, very unlucky hand so far this year. Is it okay to go ship? Like, is a bit of a dick move.
0: It, it it is a dig move. I think if ever there's a year that you can kinda justify it and maybe give someone a hall pass for it, it'd be this year there, the bigger things to focus on and all. But um but yeah, it's still a dick move. I mean, yeah, you're in the league, you've paid your money, you're yeah. there with others. And even if you're not likely to make finals, um, you can still sort of shape them and uh you know, whether you win or lose, um results in somebody else win or losing which uh, has an impact on the rest of the league um, never mind that it's a, a relegation promotion sort of league you know you want to try and keep yourself out of the bottom couple if you can yeah. and at least uh, hold rank for next year and uh, when things are a little bit rosier hopefully
1: and particularly given that uh, it is a shortened season you know you've got like one or two teams that may play that team twice which mm. is a huge leg up a massive leg up if that is uh, the, the hand you've been dealt.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's um, yeah, and it's a game of percentages. So if you can make the most of that, good luck to you, but um, you know, if if you've got it in you to to help not fuck up your league, then um, yeah, give it a go.
1: I think the bottom line has to be at least set your lineups. You know, even if you can't yeah. get around to pick players up, if you don't want to do trading, if if you've copped a whole mm. bunch of injuries, bench them. Sure. Just set your lineup each week. I think that has to be kind of like the minimum requirement here. And it yeah, does I
0: think a- so, especially if you're in other leagues. I mean, if you're taking the time to log yes. in, you know, if you're in a, another keeper league or two or another single season draft, if you're logging into UF anyway, um, yeah, at least set your line up in this. If you're not logging in at all because of everything else going in the world, you're probably not listening to us ramble now. But uh, I think um, yeah, that that's it, to some degree excusable. But all else aside, if you're logging into UF um, and tuning in here, at least set your fucking line up.
1: It does raise a secondary issue as well, and one that I um, have seen coaches talking about in a chat this week. When in and now this is a particularly a Champions League issue because in the main leagues there is still that promotion relegation aspect. So you are trading late in the season, even if you're down the bottom of the ladder to just try to act um, viably in finals. In Champions League, that's not the case. One person goes through the rest of the shot. At what point yep. of the year, Should the bottom teams not trade anymore? Do you have any feeling about that?
0: I think if you're mathematically unable to make finals at all, then yeah, I think that's reasonable then to close the door because otherwise any trade you do has to be helping someone else.
1: Yes, that's right. Um, And and there there is no benefit to you really.
0: Correct. That's it. Um, if you're still a mathematical chance for finals, um, yeah, and as a, a Tigers fan, I'm well used to that phrase. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. It, at that point, yeah, it makes sense. Trade all you like and do what you can to give yourself even the slimmest shot of creeping in and doing some damage. But uh, otherwise, um, yeah, you, any trade you do accept is helping one coach um, you know, to, uh, to uh, the disadvantage of others.
1: Yeah, that's right. I, I think that has to be the agreement. Not that that's written in stone, uh, but no. at, at this point, I would say that everyone in Champions League, even if you're zero and six, there could be a miraculous turnaround. Everyone mathematically can still make it, but that point mm-hmm. is coming up very, very soon. Particularly if your teams are shot, so it's going to be very interesting to watch that one. Let's jump into the headlines. Still plenty to talk about. Extra, extra. The only place you can hear the Shiva Blast headlines is on the Shiva Blast. Here are your headlines this week. Hurry up and finish, you musical fuckwits. Now, Gossy, we are recording this on Wednesday afternoon, and I hate to start off our headlines with this, but I'm going to start with a Tom Brown tweet. (laughs) I feel dirty. (laughs) I feel very dirty. Now, this is how it reads, right? And I just want to get your reaction to this. He says... Now, grain of salt, massive, massive grain of salt. This is like Lee Gold posting in the Facebook group about Dan Andrews and his restrictions. But uh, Tom Brown says, as part of the deal with the players, the plan is for teams to get a week off at some stage. It'll be a buy or incorporated into fixture on club by club basis, incorporated into the condensed 10 weeks or so. That's his tweet. Now, no one else has run with that on my Twitter feed at the moment. This could um, have evolved by the time people are listening to this podcast. But as a fantasy coach, and you know, we've been wary on how the condensed fixture and this idea of games not rounds uh, may affect mm-hmm. us going forward in the season. What's your initial reaction there?
0: Okay, well, um, I also saw Tom Brown tweet this afternoon, uh, might have been this morning, uh, saying that uh, he, he'd heard whispers that maybe Carlton were going to be playing a few games in Perth coming up, <laughs> um, to which uh, the Hawthorne Football Club uh, retweeted and quoted him and, and said, well, yes, here's an article from our website yesterday that yeah. confirms we're playing Carlton in Perth in, in two weeks' time. So he's um, sometimes a little behind the news, old Tommy, and sometimes he might be just guessing uh, who knows where he's at with that one. But look... We've said it all along, yeah. We don't know what the fixture is going to look like. We don't yeah. know how it's going to play out, and we don't really know what that's going to mean for us as um, as fantasy coaches in in this league or or, or elsewhere. Um, I think for the minute we just got to play it by ear. We've got the next couple of weeks sort of um, more or less penciled in, um, yeah. yeah. Disaster pending, um, and we roll with that and see what happens. And yeah, and if it gets to the point where maybe we have um, situations like we did a couple of weeks ago with. Um, two teams not playing in a given round or uh, the system co- uh, turning completely on its head, then, you know, we deal with that when we get to it. But um, I think anything in the meantime is just um, idle speculation and, and doesn't really, um, you yeah, know, we've got enough to worry about at the minute. We don't need to, to create more problems.
1: Very level-headed, mate. I like that answer a lot. And I, I think that has to be the position we continue to take as long as the fantasy season is viable, it's viable. We continue on. If it comes to a point where it doesn't work anymore, well, so be it. And, you know, we'd lay it all to waste. But let's just hang on for dear life. There'll be some coaches just celebrating if they're having a crap year. So (laughs) we'll wait and see how that plays out. Hey, big news today is that uh, round two of the position changes have landed on Ultimate Footy. Mate, you are the guy in the know. People will have seen them already. But can you talk Mm. us through who got what and what impact that's going to have?
0: Yeah, sure. So there's, um, you yeah, know, these are all up at, uh, I'll give a quick plug, coachespanel.tv. And you can check them all out there. They'll be loaded into UF by now. Hashtag Patreon. Um, hey, sorry?
1: Hashtag Patreon.
0: Correct. Yes. Uh, sign up. Good value. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't keep a straight face. Now, look, the. Um, the, the couple of big names that people were sort of half expecting might get it this time around and have not. So we'll lead off the cab with those. Um, Dane Zorko, there was speculation he might gain Ford. Um, yeah. He was very, very close from what we understand, but uh, they won another three games of him because he's missed a couple just to make sure that that is a genuine role change, which yep. makes sense. Um, still Sidebottom has not gained Ford in UF either, which I completely agree with for the record. I think champion data might have... Um, Yeah, there's lies and stats, and I think they might have misread that one just quietly. Um, From what we've seen of him, he's not really playing as a forward, um, even if he's an offensive midfielder. So that's that's fine. I'm happy to tick that one off. Which, given Um,
1: um, his suspension, we're not going to see that this season now. Steele is not going to be a forward for the remainder of 2020.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty safe to lock that away. And um, the other one to miss out that we thought might have been a chance was uh, Harms at Melbourne. His, yeah, um, that
1: one his, surprises me.
0: Yeah, still mid only, so we don't know exactly why, other than UF doing UF things. But um, yeah, we'll um, we'll see what happens in three weeks' time.
1: I, uh, I po- would always, and I, I mean, I'll continue to toe this line. I would <laughs> always prefer them to err on the side of caution. AFL Fantasy is a different game because. Um, inherently every coach is on the same playing field because at any time, if you've got the salary, you can trade in any player draft football is not like that. So if they turn on a dime in terms of just willy nilly handing out positions, it changes the game too
0: much. It does. It it does create, and this is why I think people get so upset and so emotional and you'll watch tonight, um, when these positions become official in the game, that uh, people are going to get very upset and uh, and make all sorts of noise because the player that they wanted to get dual position didn't, and because it gives them such an advantage if they do. Um, so I think yeah, if we look at this sort of objectively, um, yeah, you know, there there could be an argument for some of these, but it doesn't hurt the game that they didn't get it, and I think that's more important than hurting the game if they do. Hundred percent. So yeah, uh, players that did gain back status uh, this time around are. A it's a non event, really. Um, was Kyron Hayden and Jay Lockhart. Yep, um, have both uh, added. Yep, defense. Um, yeah, move along. Uh, moving along similarly, um, players gaining um, midfield status that didn't have it before. That's handy for flexibility, I suppose, if you're running low on uh, something in a given line but a lot more in others. Um, Brody Smith gains mid, Ben Keys gains mid, Christian Petrarca gains mid, James H, Adam Chera also. Um, I think the more relevant part for these is not so much for Shiva, but it gives a pretty good indication, um, yeah, and all of those players you'd know just from watching them, that uh, next year, if you're in a keeper league, are likely to be mid only. So that um, is something to just sort of file away and keep in mind. Absolutely. Uh, Darcy Fort, as we all expected, does gain ruck. Um, he's averaging 50 or so points a year, which if you don't have one of the big three is probably not terrible.
1: And you can loop um, him that Geelong inherently get getting a lot of uh, Thursday, Friday nights. I think I'm saying the word inherently yeah. a lot tonight.
0: Inherently you are. <laughs> uh, inherently, I think, is the way that uh, you may have pronounced something like Surely that. Surely not. The time. Uh, um, God. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he yes gains ruck status easy. Um, in terms of gaining forwards, uh, Jaron Geary now has Ford status. Hayden McLean at Sydney um, adds that to his existing ruck, which might be useful for some uh, if he was scoring or playing. Uh, Jonathan Marsh gains Ford to go with his back status, and Tom Phillips for Collingwood is probably the most relevant one. He's not Big been guy. scoring great recently, but uh, he certainly does have ceiling.
1: Yeah, no, that that would definitely be the big one amongst the mix there. Um, mm. I, I wonder how owners have, have gone with Tom this year because I think he came out of the gate and had one massive game without looking at his stats, but he yeah. certainly has uh, produced some pretty low scores as well.
0: He's dropped off a lot, and uh, and if you did pick him, he was probably in your that sort of middle bracket of your midfielders, um, so he'd be disappointing recently from that point of view, but uh, at least having the 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 cherry of being able to play him forward now, if you like, is um, that helps if you've got the depth to cover him in the midfield.
1: Certainly a consolation prize. The only other one that that I'd bring up that wasn't discussed at all is Rory Lobb. Now, I um, mean, he's kind mm. of a player which, if Sean Darcy could play out a full game, uh, if Sean Darcy could play mm. more than one game in a row, um, could have been in line for that forward status. But Sean Darcy is Sean Darcy, and so Rory Lobb stays rock. Right.
0: He does. Um, yeah, and if maybe uh, Fremantle try something else in, in the rock, and he does play a few games forward, maybe that'll come later in the season. But uh, we are running out of time now, of course. So it uh, does seem like it might be unlikely.
1: It's a decent rundown, mate. What's your overall take on it?
0: Uh, look, for the most part, it doesn't really change the game, which um, you know, in some ways is a good thing, as we've said. Um yeah, if they're going to be ambitious or uh, a little more flexible with some of these, it um, it can make a big impact, especially in this sort of a season. So, overall, I don't hate that too much. Um, I wouldn't have minded getting one or two little bonuses myself, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that happens. We move along.
1: There is always selfish means, mate. Uh, thank you mm-hmm. for that rundown. Let's have a quick look at the injuries this week. Now, um, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on each of these. A lot of the fantasy coaches, you're getting that news. You're watching the footy. You understand where this is at. So just quickly, Isaac Keeney, he's fucked. Uh, JPK, six weeks. Rory Sloan and Callan Ward, four to six. Uh, Quentin Arkell, three to four. Dan Hannabury two to three. Dylan Scheel, uh, suspended for two weeks. Brad Ebert for one. Mitch Duncan got you 11 points and then went off with a tight hamstring and then ran up and down the boundary line. He is questionable. Maybe, But it's a Thursday night game. You would have to think he's more unlikely than likely. And at this stage, a test or questionable, names like Hugh McCluggage, Mitch Robinson, Patrick Cripps, Connor McKennan, Sean Darcy. Sean fucking Darcy. Ben Cunnington, <laughs> Jack Zeeble, Luke Shuey. So there is a hell of a lot of names there.
0: And a hell of a lot of relevant names too. Yeah. My word, that's... um. Yeah, and and that in itself changes the game for us too. Now, in that um, all of these players out in a shortened season too, missing four games is is a quarter of our season. That's yep. not uh, that's not a short skip anymore. So, it um, yeah, that has an impact. It gives opportunities to some uh, some handy waiver picks potentially if uh, you're on the ball there and looking for them. But. Uh, Yeah, missing some of those players is going to hurt some coaches.
1: And the thing is as well, six weeks isn't necessarily six rounds anymore. If they're having four-day turnarounds, you're looking at maybe seven, eight rounds uh, for your troubles. So that is not good stuff at all. But what you said there is that, yes, it can create opportunity. And the Richmond decimation last week showed that opportunities can be fruitful. Jaden Short um, had one completely out of the box and showed that he is the heir apparent to Bashar this week. He had a great game.
0: Oh, he did. That was that was wonderful to see. You know, those that uh, those that have watched him for a while, um, you know, dothall the test as well, have um, you know, would tell you that he certainly got something in him from that point of view. Um, I don't know that he'll necessarily score those sort of numbers no, every week. Um, you yeah, know, and that game with Sydney was mostly played between the arcs anyway. But um, yeah, which was fucking awful to watch. Just quietly. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, it creates that opportunity. You know, uh, a player like Bolton that had had a couple of lean weeks and um, had been dropped at one point got to play midfield and put up a half-decent score for, a, uh, for half a game. So there's, there's potential for, for those sort of things. So um, I think that's all we can look for. You know, you look at uh, Sam Simpson for Geelong, yeah. who um, came in with uh, Duncan out and Knarkle out, um, yeah, managed to, to get himself a full-time midfield role for a week and, and scored very nicely. So.
1: You said you picked him up? I picked I him did. up as well. I, I used my RFA1 position on him. Did you have the same?
0: I did, and um, and even doing it, um, knowing that he got those those points in that role because of short-term, theoretically, short-term injuries made me just a little hesitant about whether I should or not. Me but, as well. Um, yeah, it had to be done. I'd rather take that gamble than not.
1: Yeah, you can't... With with the, the least amount of players possible available on the yeah. waivers that are fit... If a player scores a hundred, they're available in the midfield. They're Geelong, so they're going to get some of those early loop games. I, I don't Light think the he could out. be ignored. Yeah. You can't hand him to another player, and you never know who's going to be available for the rest of the year. So, yep, it got used. All right, some big headlines there. Let's move into the stats. <laughs>
2: I'm a stat man. All
1: right, Gossy. this is where you do your best work because of the work of other people. Take that glory, mate. Uh, what is going on around DT Shiva?
0: See, that seems to be a thing. I, I do a lot. It's, uh, someone else does all the hard work. Someone gets the positions out of UF and I let them loose. Someone does the stats and I roll them off. It's uh, <laughs> it, this, is, this is a pretty cushy job I've got here. It's, what do you got? Uh, Okay, so uh, top weekly score this week came out at Div24. Uh, the Barracudas there scored 1443, oh. uh, which I'm reliably informed uh, is the equivalent of about an 1804.
1: So, Which would have to be one of the all-time great scores.
0: It would, it would. I don't know if that goes in our Hall of Fame or whether there's an asterisk on that one or whether it just sort of slides along, but um, huge effort in the lower divisions there. Well played by him. Um, the lowest score of the week uh, went to Danger Zone with uh, from Division 20 with a 780.
1: Oh, jeez. That screams ghost ship to me. It does a little
0: bit. Um, the worst team ever was uh, the second lowest score of the Damn week. Damn it. Were... I know. Um, old mate, Danger Zone has uh, five losses and a draw for the season, so that's um, that's fun. Um, but there were 29 scores, if I counted correctly here, under 1,000 this week.
1: Well, it's becoming more prolific. Lift I, I did see our great icon in Coach Chirper did go under the grand mark this week. He's still having a great season. I think he's four and two at the moment in Div 3. Um, so hopefully just a blip on the radar for Coach.
0: Hopefully, hopefully. He'll bounce back. He's too good for that. Uh, top overall uh, scorer now is uh, Woody's Watts.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got some uh, plaudits this week here. Uh, I mean, it's good to see someone who actually has given a little bit to the community uh, doing so well. But th- hmm. the question has got to be, we have had video conferences from Coach Woody when he was doing crap. Where is the video conferences now That's that he's it. the I best coach I want to see him Sheba?
0: lording it up over everybody here. That's it. Number one scorer in all of Shiva.
1: Wearing a crown, Coach Woody, we want that video mm. conference, please.
0: Yes, make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> but uh, he's averaging 1296, which is the equivalent of a 1620 average, and he's sitting <laughs> at 6 nil.
1: So nice. That is juicy. Mm.
0: That, is, that is very, very tasty. Uh, lowest overall scorer is uh, Timothy's team, still rolling around with the old default there. I don't know if he's been ghosting from the start, but uh, down in Div 21, he's averaging 889.
1: Yeah. Ah uh, well, but good that it's not worst team ever. Given that, no, nah, he's second bottom. <laughs> yeah, still okay. not
0: living up to his name. He's got further to fall yet.
1: Parentheses <laughs> close to worst team ever.
0: Correct. Uh, There are 17 undefeated teams in Shiva uh, so far. So as they call, we'll start naming them and uh, giving them the plaudits they deserve. But there's too many to give individual praise just yet. And uh, another little statistical quirk that I thought you would particularly enjoy, Damon, and uh, somebody else would particularly not enjoy, so I'm going to make the most of that, is that in the overall standings uh, for the season so far, you are currently four points for the season higher than Benny.
1: Well, that's satisfying.
0: It, isn't it just uh, isn't after it just, a couple of seasons? He's got, he's, of, got, he's got more wins than you do, but uh, sitting at six 0 But um, but you are scoring better than him. He's for got the three season.
1: more wins than me. Fuck, he's one of the undefeated coaches. Well, that is, is just left like, yeah. a sour taste in my mouth. I'd rather have the three wins than the four points, personally. <laughs> uh, Gossy, some great stats there, and uh, Coach Woody, mate. fucking give us that video conference. Back. Let's get in and mwah, 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 let's get some lippy. <laughs>
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Crut Sleep Service, brought to you by Crut. Now I know we're all a bit anxious, I know we're all a bit nervous, there's some uncertain times ahead. We might get locked up inside in a dark windowless room with nowhere to go, outside for half an hour a day. Who knows? I don't fucking know. You don't fucking know. And while here at Crutslip Service, we're not here to point fingers or play the blame game, so to speak. So I'll keep this one anonymous. Lee fucking... <laughs> oh, hang on. Um, L fucking gold. No, that's probably a bit too obvious. Uh... LFG. No, oh, I think everyone knows. Um... <laughs> Lee F Gold. That's better. Yeah, that'll do. Lee F Gold. <laughs> uh, look. He, 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 oh look. Lee. <laughs> that could be a though. Lee fucking Gold. You know what? The rules are out. We are, we are pointing fingers and we are playing the blame game. Mate, you're not a fucking doctor. You don't know what the fuck's going on around here, Lee. Fucking gold. Keep your little fucking screenshot fucking notes in your phone to yourselves. Don't fucking Riley O'Brien on us. Fucking hell. We've got to stay positive. We've got to stay positive. The Hawks will be back. The Hawks will be back maybe in a couple of years. The Hawks will be back. I don't know how I got into the Hawks there. We love the Hawks. So go, you mighty Hawkers. Beat whoever you're playing this week. Is it Melbourne? And, um, hawks! Hawthorne! Actually, you know what? No one keep your lips luscious anymore because that's how you transmit this virus. <laughs> so everyone, don't keep your lips luscious! <laughs> uh,
1: what, what I particularly enjoy is that I, I'm going to give Lee Gold some love because... He has really inspired mm. Crut to come out for the first time in 2020. That's, that's the first time we've heard him really up and about lippy kissing.
0: We need more Crut up and about. I'm, I don't want to advocate for people to go and make Crut angry, but if it leads to more lip service, I want to hear it. It's, um, yeah, that, that needs to happen. Mind you, leave fucking gold. Is um he's put himself right in Tom Brown territory there.
1: He it truly has. I mean, here's the thing: some people try too hard to upset Krut. They tag him in things. I mean, it just doesn't work.
0: No, no, no. You, you, there's got to be an element of subtlety to it. And, that's right. Uh, that's I, it. There's a there's a certain way to go about these things and. Yeah, Crutts a nice guy. You can't upset him too easily, and you can't be too deliberate about it. Um... <laughs>
1: Lee Gold has shown us the way. So if there's one thing you've done right this week, it's that. Hey, uh, Gossy, one thing that we should bring up is that Coach uh, Maddie McGrath has uh, done us a service as a Sheaf community once again. Uh, something that was bought in last year and was quite a successful little side project. I don't want to call it a little side project because there's 256 teams to track here is the DT Shiva Eliminator. It is back for 2020. Now, if you don't know what this is, uh, Matty McGrath has seeded all the coaches from 1 to 256, which has left some coaches instantly by the wayside that already have shit teams this year. Um, (laughs) And uh, like a tennis tournament, he has seeded everyone and mixed us all up. And now we go head to head until we get to one DT Shiva Eliminator finalist. I figure in week seventeen if we get there.
0: Yeah, it's um yeah a freaking brilliant tournament. Just quietly, I haven't looked at who I'm up against yet, but uh, I'm keen to get in and find out. It's um I really enjoy this sort of eliminator style competition. It's um it's good fun.
1: Uh, see, the thing is, I couldn't really enjoy last year because as um, it was well documented, I had a really shit team, so I wouldn't have lasted more than one round. This year, not too bad. Maybe a couple of weeks of interest to be had. Uh, but if you want to follow it along, um, all the links have been put up on our DT Shiva Facebook page. Um, now, I appreciate that not everyone is on that Facebook page, so um, perhaps Commissioner Dothy will be uh, sending out some information via email. Hit, hit, good thing to do. Uh, but definitely something to follow along with and uh, definite props to Coach uh, Maddie McGrath, who has taken mm. the time... To really put that together for us all um, with no recompense or reward so coach Matty McGrath salute you mate uh, well done and you know not everyone thinks you're a cunt so that, that's something
0: that's it that's a win yeah, take that
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing we will say before we go as well if there are particular things you want to see or hear on the Shiva Blast this year It is a shorter format. Uh, We don't want to gas bag on for too long, even though we've been going on for half an hour um, in this podcast already. But uh, if you want to hear from other coaches, let us know. Um, If you want to hear some old segments back, let us know. Of course, a lot of people want to hear from Tim Marsh again. Um, (laughs) He is having a leave of absence. We love you, Tim Marsh, and uh, hope to have you back, hey, anytime on the podcast, open door. But uh, do let us know if there's anything you want to see or hear Coach Gossi, what do you got this week, round seven?
0: Okay, I'm. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy, uh, perhaps in, uh, in in old Div nine here. There's, um, you know, the Southern Grizzlies I've been rolling around with uh, for a good number of years now, and I find myself up against Wizards Grizzlies this year. Ooh, so, um, the fight of the Grizzlies! I know, battle of the Grizzlies. So, I'm um, at this point projected to win, and uh, as as I damn well should. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes.
1: Well, I'm up against one of the 17 undefeated coaches in Shiva, Uh Coach uh, Warwick of Tambora. I have scored more than him this year, uh, but he seems to have his run of luck going. Uh, he is by far the least scored against coach in this league. So a very, very good defense. We'll see how that plays out. Hopefully I can be four and three when we return next week. Coach Gossy, as always, a stellar effort, mate. uh Once again, you're not doing enough to upset me, so maybe that's something to work on for next week. But, mate, always appreciate your work.
0: Uh pleasure as always. I'll see what that, uh, I can dig up and um Yeah, we'll we'll give it a go.
1: And let's hope the Shiva and football wheels are still on when we return next week to the Shiva Blast! Shiva Come in Soma Kanda Kram Shiva Come in Soma
0: Kanda Hey Shiva Come in Isoma Kanda Kram Shiva Soma Kanda Hey